Welcome to the Chapter Podcast. My name is Vinny Dangerfield, entrepreneur and transformational wellness coach. Each week, I will share with you lessons I've learned as a founding president to my fraternity and as an active alumnus, along with life experiences from myself and guests. My mission is to create unconditional support and unity across every organization with each member and professional. Together, we can transform the culture of Greek life and connect every generation of leaders. Now, let our next chapter begin. This episode is brought to you by Ultra Human Supplements to support mental performance and promote optimal health. Try Ultra Human's Tau Nootropic, ideal for entrepreneurs, students, gamers, and athletes, so they can elevate their level of functioning up to eight hours with vivid clarity and optimal flow state. You can create extreme productivity and peak mental energy without harmful drugs, chemicals, and side effects. Use promo code Mesomorphics, that's M-E-Z-O-M-O-R-P-H-X, to receive money off your purchase of ultra-human Tau Nootropics. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Vinny Dangerfield, coming at you with episode number seven of the Chapter Podcast. Uh, it's been a little while since I was able to tune in and share with you guys uh, but I'm super excited to be bringing on a good friend of mine, uh, a colleague that uh, is truly like a brother to me. Uh, we've been basically coming together, uh, brainstorming and masterminding together, uh, not only for everything that he's up to, for a lot of the things that I'm up to, and we're realizing that we definitely got to bring you some valuable content together. So please give it up for Mr. Derek. What's up, brother? Thanks, Benny. Yeah, of course, man. For sure, super excited to have you on. Um, so, uh, basically, in, in case you guys haven't been tuning in for a while, you know, uh, the sole mission uh, for this podcast, you know, is to not only bring valuable content to people who are in Greek life, um, but also anybody who can just simply relate to stepping into leadership, uh, and also for people who want to take on a new chapter in their life, you know, thus the chapter podcast. Uh, and so, you know, that that's actually how Derek and I got connected mm -hmm. originally um, is through some emotional intelligence workshops. Uh, I've, I've had on uh, a guest uh, previously uh, who was also a part of the similar trainings. Um, and that's actually what created my entire transformation over the past three years in my life. Um, so, you know, you and I have been able to connect on not only our, our personal breakthroughs, but also on our, our similar missions, uh, making sure that we are able to bring uh, transformation uh, and emotional intelligence and empowerment uh, to the Greek life community. So that's basically my whole spiel about <laughs> us uh, in right. a nutshell, very quickly. Uh, but why don't you share with our audience you know, uh, a little bit more about who you are, um, what you're up to, and you know, you've got some exciting projects mm -hmm. coming up. I do, yeah. And so, without getting into like a big book of everything that's going on in my life, the things that are relevant maybe a to, script per se, a script, maybe <laughs> we'll cover that one later. Okay, I cool. promise. All right, 
Uh, so the relevant information, um, you know, I went to Ohio State. I was a Buckeye. Go Bucks for all my other Buckeyes out there. Right on, right on. Uh, I was a fraternity man there for seven semesters out of eight. I lived in the house for three, was the recruitment director for a year. Uh, really loved the Greek scene. I actually went into college saying there's no way I'm going Greek at all. And that is a pretty typical thing. Yeah, it's, I, it's I ended common. up just really falling in love with the guys and yeah. the atmosphere and decided to not only rush, but then also become the recruitment chair. Look so, at, look at you go. Yeah, I was, awesome. I was very into the experience. Yeah, and that's great. It really kind of shaped who I became as a young man. I had a lot of really great brothers I really connected with really well, and it was kind of like this the catalyst that really started uh, my transformational journey, even though I didn't realize it at the time. Yeah. Um, and so then about a year ago, I started those transformational trainings. You were talking about those environment or the emotional intelligence ones, excuse me. And yeah, like I really just kind of, it was a slow start for me to really kind of like wrap my head around it. But then over the last couple of months, like I really found the passion for what I was I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And that was when I really realized that I can put emotional intelligence and my fraternity experiences together. Nice. And I realized how important it was to me to really like grow young men and women into the leaders that they get to be in their careers, in their lives, in their romances, like whatever it is you're yep. doing, it's the opportunity to be like really be that best example and to wrap it around to other big things that are going on, like you mentioned with the script, uh, I actually have an opportunity. I've just created a workshop uh, that I am going to be delivering in a couple different places now uh, that is titled, or is titled, excuse me, Ditch the Scripts, Releasing Expectations and Embracing Ease. And so it's all about... But a, a lot of people out there listening right now uh, would be able to benefit from ditching their, their life script. Oh, yeah. You know the stories that we tell ourselves. Oh uh, yeah, that that was that was probably uh, one of my biggest takeaways uh, from all of our workshops that we've done together, and even mm-hmm. just our experiences that we've shared. Is that uh, we tend to tell our stories to ourselves uh, that aren't necessarily true. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm super excited for you to share. I, I already know kind of a little bit uh, <laughs> about his. Yeah, I, I've I've got the inside <laughs> scoop, guys. So I'm pretending right. that I don't know a lot about his workshop, but I, I'm I'm definitely sure there's mm-hmm. still many more things that you could share to me, oh, even yeah. personally, uh, that I'd uh, love to learn. And and this is why we're we're bringing this to you guys um, because you know you might not have necessarily the the opportunity or the resources to you know have. Derek uh, facilitate a workshop actually for you, uh, you know, but I want to be able to, you know, bring this information to our audience, you know, so that that way they have a little bit of a taste um, as to truly uh, embracing, you know, a a new script for their life, you know, so I I cut you off a little bit, uh, but please, man, you know, share, Mm -hmm. share with them, you know, what this uh, workshop is all about, you know, what tools are they going to be able to get out of it? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and kind of even where it came from for you personally. Yeah. So I guess I'll start with, like with where it came from and, okay. uh, kind of build up to there kind of chronologically. So it kind of started where I looked back at my life at one point and I realized it's kind of funny. I'll give you the funny version of the okay. story. I was facilitating another thing where we were, I was teaching a group of people how to do an activity that we were doing. And I was asking for people for feedback on how I was facilitating, how, you know, I was commanding the room and things like that. And I asked one of the guys I was working closely with, I said, you know, please give me some feedback. Like, how can I really improve my facilitation? Mm -hmm. And he kind of struggled to come up with something when he 
finally looked at me and said, I don't know, man, maybe ditch the note card. And then it took me 24 hours later in the middle of a conversation <laughs> with my mentor. I said something about that piece of feedback where he said, ditch the note card. And I went, oh, my workshop. Oh, man. Let's go to ditch the script. Oh, that's so it, good. It just kind of hit me it like in that so moment. It was so organic. Yeah. You know. Just in the middle wow. of a conversation, it hit me like how much I attached to a specific route, a specific vehicle mm-hmm. in my life. And like I attached it like it has to look that way. Right. Which was kind of like the whole premise of this workshop is understanding and recognizing the scripts that we're writing for ourselves and our lives. Mm -hmm. The scripts that we're writing based on what others think, what others feel, what others expect. And realizing that the whole premise behind these scripts just comes from expectations from ourselves, from our family, from our friends, from society, uh, from our experiences sometimes even. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing that expectation is what creates that script. And then being able to really like fully let that go and just release that using the tools of being able primarily to just embrace the ease that comes with letting that go because it can sometimes be a little uncomfortable how easy oh, sure. things can be. Yeah. And so being able to release that expectation by embracing that ease as well as leading a life full of gratitudes and affirmations, being able to be mm-hmm. so solidly rooted in who you are as a person and what you're doing and what you're up to. That even in those moments where things kind of get off script and, you know, out there and different, you're still grounded in something. You're still rooted in something that's true to you. And then also being able to appreciate when things do kind of go awry like that, to be able to look at it and see that this is an opportunity that the world is giving me right here. Mm -hmm. To be able to not know the answer, but to be able to ask and see what the universe will bring me. Right. And so to really be able to embrace opportunities at face value instead of trying to orchestrate and control and create a lot of anxiety around knowing exactly what's going on. Yeah. I, I'm sure a ton of people out there listening right now could absolutely relate to this. I personally can relate to this uh, and, and knowing a little bit more about your personality type mm-hmm. and my persona, personality type, you know, I, I tend to have things very um, controlled. <laughs> I, I, I like to have uh, right. my hands on everything somehow, some way, like right. even the lighting uh, for, for the podcast, uh, I had to make sure that, you know, it was, it was a certain way. And then I know from our experiences together, mm-hmm. uh, you like to have a little bit more of an analytical approach mm-hmm. to things. Very. Uh, again, a very scripted anticipation expectation, right. you know, yeah. so this totally resonates for me. I'm sure many other people out there, um, I, my breakthrough, mm-hmm. uh, personally for me around quote unquote, letting go of the script uh, was loosening up on my bat. Yeah. So yeah. for and me, for... Uh, and I think I've shared this uh, in previous podcasts before, you know, I wanted to be so much in control, you know, as an athlete, as, mm-hmm. as a baseball player, literally I would tighten up so much on my bat figuratively in life that any time I would try and take a swing, I wouldn't be able to and I'd miss it. Yeah. And, and I'm sure, you know, uh, with your experiences as well, if, if you're trying to write something out so detailed that if it doesn't go exactly as planned, <laughs> it's like, F it. It's all wrong. Right. I got to start all over. You well, know? And, and to follow your beautiful analogy there where you're tightening your grip on the bat, I was the kind of person that was thinking like, how am I going to swing this bat to make sure I get the most impact? Mm. How's the ball rotating right now? What kind of a pitch is coming in? And before I know it, I'm like, 
Oh, I missed oh, it. Oh, I was supposed to swing. Oh, damn. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I got two more tries. And, right. And then you keep going And then again. two more tries go, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. What just happened? And, and then on, on the third one, you're still thinking about the first and the <laughs> right. second. And then exactly. you're like, damn, strike three. How many opportunities did I miss right. because right. I didn't just embrace what came? Wow. That's, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's definitely opportunities, mm-hmm. I'm sure, that have been missed mm-hmm. uh, from me being so tight on wanting to control things. And then I'm sure... From trying to script everything right. out. And doing ah, it perfectly. So good. So good. Yeah, guys. And sometimes uh, things aren't perfect at all. Oh, sure. Of course. And I think, um, so going back to a little bit about, you know, your workshop that mm-hmm. you uh, have created, you know, uh, one of the things that you had mentioned was recognizing that sometimes these expectations are from society, family, mm-hmm. friends, whatever it is. Right. Um, would you mind sharing you know, perhaps vulnerably uh, with our audience uh, around some of those um, those challenges and 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 or expectations mm-hmm. um, that you embraced from others and then also started just from your own self. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like me to paint that the context for fraternities and sororities? Make Ooh. it a little more relatable. Yeah, for no. Well, I mean, whatever, man. I, I think yeah. uh, it's it's going to be applicable for many people. You know, sure. we we don't have just Greek life. That's true. Folk listening to so, yeah, and so, I mean, my life is a plethora of different cases where this shows up. Like, in all honesty, like I'm sitting here thinking, where doesn't this show up? <laughs> being entirely honest. Sure. Um, and so one of the biggest things has actually been very lately. Uh, I kind of realized when I was younger, I went through a youth leadership training. It was like over uh, five, four or five days in the summer uh, where I watched these speakers come up and talk about passionate leadership and like powerful service and all these mm-hmm. other things. And it was like, I want that. I want to be able to really like stand up and inspire a whole crowd. And I want to be like a motivational speaker. Yeah. And then I left and was like, oh, yeah, never mind. That's too hard. I can't do that. Mm. And like I kind of from time to time would look at it and say, oh, I could really do that. But this is how I would have to do that. And would like create this script. And then it was, well, I don't have the resources to do that. And so I let go of the idea that that could happen entirely. And the funny thing was, as of lately, I really had the opportunity to kind of like actually fall into it mm. and find myself, you know, in a in the course of a year falling into that just by doing something new, uh, something I never expected was going to happen. I was working ex- almost exactly two years ago. I started working in construction. And so I was doing inspection and construction, working at 1.90 hours a week. Sure just kind of slaving away in a job that I really wasn't thrilled or passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so by doing that, I, which was how I found myself in these emotional intelligence trainings was just, I wasn't happy with it. That's typically how it goes. Right. And so not all the time I ended up actually taking a bit of a jump, which was way off script, which was kind of the whole start in this. Uh, I took the jump of, First, doing an emotional intelligence training where it was like the words emotional intelligence kind of seemed to me like, aren't those kind of counterintuitive? Mm. Like emotion isn't intelligence. So to take that jump was interesting for me to realize, oh, there actually is intelligence around being emotional and grasping all that, which then jumped even further when I had the opportunity to either A, follow my construction job into Texas Mm -hmm. 
or to find something entirely new. I went ahead and took the risk to find something entirely new because I didn't really want to leave Ohio. Sure. As odd as that is to say. Hey, Ohio is awesome. Honestly, it anybody is. out there listening, you know, uh, we're so we're both uh, residents of Columbus mm-hmm. specifically. I personally love Columbus. It has everything I <laughs> have too. ever wanted. Uh, so if y'all are, are listening to this and you're and you're thinking about where should I go for a career, Try look Columbus. at Columbus, Ohio. Honestly, uh, one of the fastest city. growing cities in the nation right now. I, I think we're like surpassing or have surpassed even San Francisco. In, with as far as growth rate, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. But yeah, I so, didn't really want so to leave, leave, leave yeah, Ohio. Didn't really want to leave Ohio, and so I ended up jumping into a completely new industry and actually took a sales job. Okay. Which seemed like very much a stretch for somebody who is, like you said, very analytical, mm-hmm. has a bachelor's of science in agriculture. Now I'm going to go try and sell people on <laughs> trucks. And so I started working in logistics sales and really started thriving. And in doing so found myself into more and more trainings and more and more opportunities where people were asking me to speak at people saying, you're a great speaker. You do a great job in front of a room. Come do this, come do that. Sure. Which led me to, you know, starting a six month course and being able to facilitate rooms and ultimately creating this workshop around letting go of this expectation, which is basically just a summary of how I got to creating this workshop. Isn't that isn't that beautiful and elegant all in, the, all in the same? Like, uh, I, I think that's, you, you touched on a couple things that mm-hmm. I, I just want to recap with everybody is, you know, uh, there's, I think, two different types of expectations. Mm-hmm. There's the expectation of what I can do and then the expectation of what I can't do. Right. And so it sounds like you were on that expectation of what you couldn't do or, or right. the things that you might not have been good enough to do or mm-hmm. the things that uh, you didn't think actually resonated for you or yeah or anything like that right yeah. versus now you have this expectation which is actually serving you of like okay well like i want to be a facilitator and now i want to get back into mm-hmm. this mission and this vision and this this yeah. uh sort of resonance of of passion that i had around motivational speakers around mm-hmm. facilitators around public speaking right uh so it's it sounds like for everybody out there uh listening that expectations aren't necessarily a bad thing no, not always. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And I love that you touched on that. Um, I'll give you guys a little bit of a spoiler, a piece of the workshop here. Okay. One of the tools you can take away if you take away nothing else. Uh, one of the things I really, really hope people can gather from attending my workshop, if you have the opportunity in the future, is to change our frame of mind from having the answer to asking the question. And so when I say that, like we're looking at where am I at in my life? And then something happens. And instead of saying, how do I get from point A where I'm at to where I'm going, point B, mm-hmm. i.e. having the answer, to starting at point A and saying to the universe, how can it get better than this? Mm. And just asking the question and putting it out there and letting something oh. manifest from it. Gotcha. And just letting go of the idea that like I'm supposed to have point A to point B because when we live in this having the answer, the answer is the only thing. Mm-hmm. And we shut the door to so many different opportunities like I could have done by not going to the emotional intelligence training, by not doing the speaking engagements, by not doing all these other things. Yeah. But because it was outside of the realm of my norm, my script, mm-hmm. I allowed myself to ask the question, what else is available to me here? And well, shifted from knowing the answers to actually asking the question. That's really cool. That's really cool. I mean, from that, what I'm totally hearing you know, is actually stepping into an abundant mindset, Mm -hmm. 
right? Like not yeah. not only limiting yourself to one script, but really opening yourself up to multiple scripts. Mm-hmm. And and if you end up finding yourself on one path, it's okay based on the question that mm-hmm. you're proposing for everybody to ask. Uh, that if there is a new answer that arrives, mm-hmm. it's okay to jump ship per se or script uh, and take on that new one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's incredible, man. I I don't I don't think um, personally I ever recognized that there's so much power in questioning ourselves. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's always like, what do I have to what do I have to do next? Like. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's always like this again, a very uh, result driven sort right. of thing, which I think scripts, if we think of like a script, like a great movie that came out recently, like Avengers Endgame, like <laughs> they probably had the, the, this script written, you know, 10 years ago, almost probably, uh, or at least for the most part, the plot, you know, for, for it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like from what you're saying is just being present mm-hmm. and, and asking in the moment, Yes, you can have a, a vision, but instead of being so detailed yeah. on what has to happen next, mm-hmm. asking yourself, asking the universe, God, if, mm-hmm. if you're spiritually sound, uh, whoever, um, even asking self of like, what, what's, what's possibly the next best thing? What, right. How can this get better? And, yeah, and if, it, if it can get better, how can I do that? Absolutely. And one of the things that probably comes up for a lot of people around that, because it comes up for me all the time when I'm sitting there wondering, what's the next decision I make here? Sure. A lot of the time the question is, do I ask this question or like, do I take this jump? And I love that you mentioned that because it just comes back to one of the other tools that I really land in this workshop, which is like being affirmed and mm. like really being able to land in yourself, like what's important and giving yourself that affirmation that you know when it's right and you know what's true. And so that being grounded in the moment, like you said, like being present is also just being able to like sit and affirm like I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I know that the next decision I make, regardless of what it is, is going to be exactly what it gets to be and will be the perfect step for me to take. And so getting out of that, living into, well, what if I do this? What if I do that? Creating all these different scripts, just living in that moment by being so affirmed in like what you believe in. And being solidified in that, that groundedness is really what creates that ease around an otherwise sometimes tough decision to make mm-hmm. at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what what would you say uh, that you had ditched the script of what you were originally affirming yourself mm-hmm. about versus mm. now what you affirm yourself on? That is a really good question. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate great questions. Right? So, right? right? It's all about good questions, guys. The, we already mentioned that one. Yeah. I hope you guys are taking yeah. notes. Take notes, guys. Uh, even though even though uh, you all might be uh, you know listening to this during the summer or you know mm-hmm. you might be listening to this again in the semester, uh, you can never take enough notes, honestly. Um, right. And if you guys think that uh, once you graduate, you're done being a student, uh, truly you're never done. Uh, I've I've learned that graciously. Oh, Almost yeah. being a graduate for what six years, even yeah. out of high school, ten already now. It's incredible. Right. I can't believe it. Um, but yeah, why, why don't you go ahead and share? You know uh, what you were originally scripting mm. your affirmation on, and yeah. then what is it now? So the original script around the affirmation actually was more of the lack of, and mm. so it was from the scarcity mindset that you mentioned with like abundance versus scarcity. The, I guess the affirmation was you're just affirming that you can't really do what you want to do. 
And so if we look back to when I was really like excited about being a speaker and all True. that, I was really affirmed in the idea that, oh, I'm just a small town farm boy in Ohio. There's no way I can do something like that. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm worth all that to completely shifting my mindset to, you know, why don't I deserve this? Uh, there was one moment during my emotional intelligence journey where I was having a conversation with somebody where she asked, why do you feel like you don't deserve the good things that happen to you? And wow. I just kind of looked at her and said, well, because actually you're right. I don't know. And it was a really powerful moment for me to realize that I was creating this idea that I didn't deserve them. And that was it. There was no reason. It was just, it was up here and yeah. I never really let it go. And then so in like a moment's choice, I just decided I'm going to live differently. I'm going to choose every day wow. to find that I deserve the things that happen. And instead of creating this picture that bad things are what I deserve and good things are not, yeah. just allowing, like embracing the ease, like in the title of the workshop, that when things are going right, things are going right. Or when they're going well. And to not create a story around like why is that happening? And just letting that be as it is yeah. and embracing that sometimes there's a little bit of discomfort and ease because we're so used to the battle when things aren't working or when things are working. I'm sorry. You're just kind of like on guard again. Like, when does it get bad? Mm. And so shifting that mindset from I'm really good. I'm on the top of a peak right now. When does it go back down to what if I'm not at the peak? What if it gets higher than this? And so it just kind of really was a shift in oh, I don't deserve this too. Why don't I deserve this? Wow. It literally was just like one or two words changed. Right. And it, and it can happen like that, mm-hmm. honestly. You know, oh, yeah. uh, I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people who are listening to this right now um, may be questioning like, oh, Vinny, Derek, how do you guys like change and transform your life? Um, you know, or, or how did you go from, you know, being in a broken relationship or, you know, uh, I like... For me, my script, I'll share a little bit Mm -hmm. um, as well. Uh, And for everybody out there, you may have uh, heard this before, you know, but um, I had this this script uh, that I was only going to be with like one person and like that was it Mm. and the rest is history and yada, 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 you know. Uh, But I then got into this mindset where it's like, okay, well that relationship didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And so now I don't deserve any relationship. Right. You know, kind of like what you're talking about, you know, like now I I don't deserve this, a a scarcity sort of conversation. And you know, once Mm -hmm. I was able to finally change it, like it literally just was like that. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's, that's even the irony of it, right? Like embracing the ease, like it, (laughs) like I I really want everybody who's watching and, and listening to this right now, uh, to realize and recognize truly that your life can completely change easily. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be hard. Right. Like there's, there's just so many stories and so many, uh, I think m- misinterpreted mm-hmm. experiences, oh, right? Yeah. Like, yes, it is challenging and yes, there is a journey to it. But honestly, like you said, even, you know, you had a choice to either go to Texas or stay in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Like, and all because of one choice, you and I are, are sitting here and having Correct. this conversation, right? Like it's right. like, I, yes, of course, there's many things that led up to this moment, of course, you know, but I, I think 
what people need to realize is that there really is one decision, like they're one decision away from changing their life forever. Exactly. And it doesn't need to be hard and it doesn't need to be based on a script that they've been telling themselves right. for so many years, which exactly. is, I, I think it's super cool, super exciting, mm-hmm. uh, and really a relief. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's yeah. kind of, again, it's a sense of ease, but, yeah. I, but I think also too, a lot of people like you even were talking about is that, uh, we're like, no, this has to be that much harder. And <laughs> then we catch. sabotage. How many times do we say this? There's a catch. What's right. the catch? Yeah. Uh, it's like that cynicism clicks yeah. in or, um, it's like, all the skepticism, right, this, this is good it is. now. Now it's going to change later. Yep. When does that yep. happen? But then yeah. uh, for me as a controller, right, <laughs> uh, a controller uh, personality type, you know, I was like, oh, well, I have to be right about this. So then right. I would end up sabotaging it. Yeah. So that that way at the end of it, I'd be like, ha, ha, ha I was right. Like right. I knew it was going to be awful. Mm-hmm. Whereas it probably wouldn't have been if I didn't say that. Right. So I'm I'm curious to know if you guys are – are listening and, and watching to this, you know, please, if, if there's at any point in time where any of this is resonating for you, you know, jot it down, uh, send us a, mm-hmm. a comment, um, or, you know, share, share some, uh, this story with, with your own personal experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let us know, you know, how you've been able to perhaps take on, uh, these life lessons, you know, and, and truly be able to shift, uh, and ditch your previous scripts, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so for everybody out there watching and listening um, who are either in undergrad right now, mm-hmm. um, how would they be able to take this tool of ditching a script sure. and apply it to their chapter, their organization, their campus, their community? Yeah. But then how can uh, either alumni or um, non-Greek life mm-hmm. uh, affiliates – non-Greek life affiliates, that doesn't make any sense uh, – non-Greek life <laughs> yeah. members uh, be able to – also take some of these tools and apply mm-hmm. it to their life. So okay. It's two two part yeah. question. Yeah. So the first part of that for the undergraduates and students and uh, that how can you take the tools and the takeaways and the lessons from this workshop is primarily just like look at your experience. Like everyone goes through and expects like I'm supposed to do this four years, get the degree, then go on to do this, then mm. do that, do this. Oh gosh. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> let, let's see how many of the you guys relate to this. How many yeah. of us failed a class? I failed two of them in college. Yeah. Never failed a single class in high school. Never got below an A minus in high school. Wow. So when I got back two E's in one semester or F's, we call them E's at o- at Ohio State. But I got two F's in one semester in organic chemistry and molecular genetics. Yes, I made the mistake of taking both of those classes in the same oh, gosh. semester. Bless your heart. <laughs> so I came back and failed them both and it was like, okay, that's not supposed to happen. There's no way I'm going to get an internship now. I just failed two really, really key classes. And you started this. instantly writing that script then. Right. And yeah. the really funny thing was not even two weeks after I got the grades back, I was offered an internship at the United States Department of Agriculture in their research division. Look at you go. And so I spent a summer working in the very same subject that I just failed. And because I worked in that subject. <laughs> that is actually really funny. It's a little bit scary. <laughs> it's I know. like kind of ironic. <laughs> I spent an entire summer working with organic solvents to extract you know, all the different fatty acids out of corn and sorghum fermentation products. And by doing that for a summer, that I That might have went learned... over a couple people's head just now. I was I I was like following to an extent. So I did really sciencey stuff <laughs> with like acids and organic solvents yeah. and things like yeah. that. Like basically used organic chemistry for an entire summer. Gotcha. And so by doing all of that, 
I came back then in the fall and got one of the highest grades in the class. Wow. And so that was an experience I never would have had had I not just embraced what had happened, mm. released the expectation that because I failed them, I wasn't going to get that internship and just let things go and not stress and create so much around it. Because mm. it like four years in college or more or less, depending on uh, some people's journey. Sure you're already going to be in a lot of stress. It's a high pressure situation. So don't add to it. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to make college so difficult because it's going to do that on its own in a lot of cases. And so that's a great point. If you kind of get thrown a curveball, just take it for a ride and see where it goes. Cause you might be surprised what comes out on the other side. Yeah. And then up the bat. Yeah. Loosen up the bat. Just go for it. Just swing for it. Right. Oh, that's so cool. And so, yeah, just kind of take the opportunities as they come and you know, don't count anything out. Sure. And uh, that could also be switching majors or something like that. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be something that was like so perfectly ironic as my example. Yeah. Um, and so then to lead into the second part of that question, very similarly for graduates and non-Greek affiliates or how whatever we were using for the wording yeah. on that. <laughs> um, essentially what that could be is it could be something like my example where you completely change your career path. I mean, public speaking is very far off from bachelor's of science in agriculture to sales. Yeah. Into sales. (laughs) And then, yeah. So like you could be doing a bunch of career jumps. There could be a bunch of career opportunities show up for you and it may Mm. be outside of your norm. It may be something that's uncomfortable for you. And sometimes those are the opportunities to really explore something and find a gift that you didn't know you had. And yeah, I'd say that's the biggest takeaway is just not letting your attachments to a process or to that specific script really take you away from another experience that really could be your calling. That's so good. That's so good. Because again, going back to the abundance Mm -hmm. mindset, you know, asking yourself, how could this get better? Mm -hmm. You know, and then realizing that, yeah, it absolutely could. And I could have it all. And I can have, you know, enough time to be able to go to my day job, you know, Mm -hmm. nine to five, whatever it is, and then still have from seven to 10, right? Like we're recording this actually relatively later uh, in the evening, you know, and still have enough time in the evening to work a side hustle to, Mm -hmm. you know, connect with friends, family, whatever it is, um, start side projects, uh, learn a new skill, whether that's scuba diving. Oh, I don't know. Literally (laughs) it, it could be infinite, but again, right like it's it's what's true to you asking yourself yeah. that question uh how can this get better mm-hmm. uh and just going for it yeah really and, and sometimes that even means going off of your script and finding something that really doesn't work mm. or something that was way off the mark uh because i mean i've been there i went uh that internship actually i just mentioned with the USDA was one that i went to and it was valuable but it was something I was so very unhappy with that had I not done it, I would have graduated college and gone into working in that and then felt stuck. Mm. And so because I had that experience when I did, because I let go of the idea that I just had to follow my graduation path and then go do it. I tried it a little bit early when the opportunity came up. I realized it wasn't what was there for me. Yeah. And it completely shifted my focus from like plant sciences into soil sciences my last year in school. And so, yeah, like letting, even just finding something that wasn't quite the best fit because Mm -hmm. you tried it, at least because you tried, you know a little bit better about yourself. Right on, right on. Uh, So, so big, big takeaway, right? So Mm -hmm. 
uh, is hopefully there's a couple there there's a ton uh, so I don't I don't want to miss any mm-hmm. actually uh, so if you guys you know are listening to this uh, I would recommend you know stop it at any point and jot down some notes replay it again share it out with somebody so that that way you can even collaborate together and be like hey how can I support you with ditching your script you mm-hmm. know I, I think that's super supportive oh, yeah. uh, for you and I even you know um, we we've we've had a lot of conversation um around our own personal workshops you know and what values are we bringing uh to greek life and you know how are we also accelerating our careers and and whatnot Mm -hmm. and i think having a support system having somebody that you can count on that you can rely on uh and who's honest with you Mm -hmm. i think that's super huge uh you know like you know if there's something that i i see isn't working in your workshop i'm not going to hesitate you know, right. and vice versa, right? Like, oh yeah. Uh, if if there's something that that Derek's seeing, you know, maybe that's uh, you know not necessarily as big as it potentially could be, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's also a huge thing too. Uh, you know, around uh, ditching various scripts uh, is that you have to do it on your own, mm-hmm. right? Like, if we think of a script, uh, it doesn't always have one person as the character in it, right? Right? Like, there's there's dialogue. It's not just always monologue, guys. So mm-hmm. I, I think that, you know, going into literally using your analogy is that there's always people to interact with mm-hmm. uh, in your life and, and to embrace them, welcome them, uh, and recognize that you don't always have, quote unquote, the right answer um, and or even the biggest answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, recognizing that there are always people uh, who are going to be there to push your limits, to kind of expand your, your knowledge mm-hmm. um, and provide that, that feedback that we might not always want to hear. Right. Uh, that, that's always, a, that's always so, a challenge. Some of the most valuable things I've ever heard is a friend of mine who every time I feel like I've accomplished something really big, I hear her voice in my head saying, okay, so what? What's next? Yeah. And it's, right. it's that little voice that's always driving me to say, hmm, this is big mm-hmm. and how can I make it bigger? Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, and there's, uh, there's that's that's a really cool thing too as well. Everybody who's listening is um, recognizing that in order to ditch the script, we've got to be able to replay new scripts and memorize those with those affirmations, like you were mm-hmm. talking about. Uh, recognizing that there are little uh, nuances to the way that we even communicate with ourselves that we can leverage because of other people, right? right. Like because of somebody telling you or asking you a certain question, you're like, you're always now questioning yourself, having a, a mm-hmm. new dialogue with yourself, monologue with yourself, uh, to be able to push yourself and grow mm-hmm. and expand. Yeah. So good. So good guys. Um, so what's, uh, what's next for you, man? Uh, mm-hmm. what, what, uh, what would you say is, is now the next chapter mm-hmm. for you that you're going to be stepping into and then the the final mm-hmm. question is if you had one last line mm-hmm. in your book of life what would it say so two part question so what's what's mm. the next chapter that you're working on and then what's right. the final sentence in your book of your life that you would write hmm so the first we're part going of, deep yeah we're going, we are, deep, we're going really deep with this this uh, is how this is how we'll, we'll end it <laughs> that's good so the first part of that question is probably much easier for me to answer um it 
the direction my life seems to be going right now. Granted, I don't have a script, <laughs> so it could change. Sure. But the direction my life seems to be going at this point is really just kind of exploring, getting self, I guess becoming like an entrepreneur, self-employed kind okay. of, um, really getting the chance to deliver my workshop in more than one setting. Um, I've already got one lined up for like later this week actually to deliver my workshop as well as two to three other leads where I'll be able to potentially deliver this workshop. Um, and so there's a potential I'll be doing that, creating more workshops uh, for Greek life. Uh, might have the potential to work with uh, some other friends on some other fraternity projects and things like that. Sure, yeah. Uh, just to really explore that and, yeah, primarily just be jumping into really helping people kind of see the potential in themselves and in their organizations. Awesome. Uh, particularly, I seem to be really getting drawn towards like high school and college, you know, that... 14 to 21, 22, that age range where you're really starting to explore yourself and find your identity. Mm -hmm. And that's when things are really challenging. And I feel drawn and compelled to be there to support those people in that trying time and being able to basically show them it's okay to struggle a little bit. And it's okay to not know the answers because the beautiful thing about being that young is we get to ask Mm. and just let things just kind of come to us. Awesome. Which in this moment kind of makes me realize I think what uh, might it might need some fine tuning on it, but the last sentence in my book would probably be something along the lines to actually have the courage to ask and not know. Wow. Uh, I got some chills there. Uh, that resonates, but can you elaborate a little bit more on? What yeah. That would mean? So, just being able to ask the question and not have a preconceived notion for what the answer is going to be, to be able to just to draw an example on it, be able to ask your universe, God, whatever you believe in, what's available and really have no idea what the answer is going to be. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even ask, you know, if you want to draw it to a, a relatable example for young people, maybe ask that person on that date. Never know what they're going to say. Sure. You know, and just going into every situation, not having the idea that it's going to look a certain way mm-hmm. and just having the courage to ask because you don't know what it's going to look like right. until you do. Right. Like so asking it, for a raise or yeah, it's it's applicable in yeah. so many different ways. It like it's this perfectly vague but also uh, somewhat direct point to like just ask whatever it is comes to your mind and come from a place of curiosity mm. and just be willing to see that things could be completely, I guess, off of your script. Yeah, I and you it. won't know unless you ask. I love it. Right on, man. Well, thank you so much. For coming on here, man. Uh, yeah, definitely looking sure you'll forward see more to. Of me. Yeah, definitely looking forward to having you. Um, you know, being in contribution, mm-hmm. being able to serve uh, this community, this network. Uh, so, how could people be able to get in touch with you if they had questions, hmm. uh, anything like that? That is a very good question. And actually, in this moment, I am constructing a Facebook page in which I could be reached. And so we can include that with the uh, links. I believe that's an option. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we can include we'll put some that. links uh, down below. Yeah. Share, make sure you spell your, your last name, though, for everybody appropriately. <laughs> so this is going to be a really unique one, especially coming from somebody in the agricultural industry. Uh, my last name is Fresh Corn. Yeah. And so just like that sounds. Just like it sounds, guys. F-R-E-S-H-C-O-R-N. <laughs> You type in that word alone, and there's going to be like five people that show up. There's only one Derek on that list. Yeah, 
Right on. And I think that's always funny. Like people ask me, how, how do you spell Dangerfield? It's like just how it sounds. Right. Like oh, danger I've, and I've gotten field. I've gotten so many funny looks when I go somewhere and I say my last name and they just kind of like are writing and then pause. <laughs> like they have, up, they kind of look up and they're like, no way. How do you spell that? Yeah. As if like I want to ask if that's actually your name, but I don't want to ask that question. Yeah. So I'll ask you to spell right, it. Right. Exactly. It's a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> And maybe uh, not as confrontational. Right. Like, See, they, and they have some internal script going on. Right, like, exactly. Oh, I don't want to offend him or whatever. And just like I said before, if they had just asked the question that they wanted to ask, they could have really had that. the conversation real life, that they wanted. Real life applications right there for you guys. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys so much for tuning in mm-hmm. and listening and watching this podcast. Uh, if you guys uh, enjoyed this, please go ahead and share it out to your friends, your families, your colleagues. Uh, your brothers, your sisters, your chapters, your campuses, your organizations, uh, because we want to make sure that we're providing the biggest value to everybody here possible. And the only way to do that is with you. So go ahead and follow uh, the chapter on all of your mainstream podcasting platforms. Uh, Go ahead and follow me, uh, Vinny Dangerfield at VDangerF on Instagram and Twitter. Really don't use Twitter that much. I don't use Twitter either. I think it's a dying app. Ah, it's poor bird. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, And then also to an angry bird pretty soon. Ah, that was a zinger. (laughs) That's like a. uh, There's those millennial app jokes for you. Yeah, that that's a that's a good dad joke. good dad joke that, that's really kind of i think i think i'm a little, little young for that eh, i mean people <laughs> we we could definitely have kids yeah, at this age that's true yeah anyway uh but thanks <laughs> we're, so we're, much we're really getting off tomorrow here <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting off, off topic guys, we're off script, guys. Uh, it's, it's okay uh it, roll with it okay <laughs> uh but thanks so much for tuning in guys uh we would love to uh hear from you uh leave us a comment down below uh, about also maybe what you want to hear uh, mm-hmm. more of and you know also if you're looking for Derek maybe to come out and speak at one of your chapters or organizations reach out to him it's totally possible same here with me I would love to get connected with you all and see how I can support you but thanks so much for tuning in again and we'll talk to you guys soon I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, I would love to hear your feedback about the podcast. Leave a comment and review down below. While you're at it, share what leadership is to you. I am always open to suggestions of what you would like to hear on the next episode of the podcast. Or if you'd like to have me speak with your organization or facilitate a workshop, go ahead and reach out to me via Instagram at vdangerf or on Facebook at Vinny Dangerfield. I can't wait to share more content with you all next week. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can get notifications of when the next episode is released. Thanks so much, and I'll see you at the next chapter.